Chapter 17 of the Red Cross Girls with the Russian Army. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Departure. Four days later, the three American girls left Petrograd. This was sooner than they had expected to leave, but a desirable opportunity arose for them to get safely across the continent and into France. The journey was a long and tiresome one, as they had to cross the northern countries of Finland, Sweden, and Norway until finally they were able to reach Holland, and thence journey to England and France. But it was not possible to make the trip in any other way, since all of southern Europe was engaged in active fighting. However, the Red Cross girls did not travel alone. Sonia Valesky went with them. At General Alexis's request, the Tsar had pardoned her, but she was an exile from Russia forever, never to return at any future time. Fortunately for the imprisoned woman, her reprieve had come before her sentence had time to be carried out. She was brought directly from the prison where Nona had once visited her, to the lodgings where the American girls were making ready to depart. If Sonya regretted the terms of her pardon, she showed no signs of sorrow, but she was strangely quiet then and during the long, cold trip across the continent. In a measure, she seemed to have been crushed by the weeks of solitary confinement in the Russian jail with the prospect of Siberia ever before her. Often she would sit for hours with her hands crossed in her lap and her eyes staring out the window, without seeming to see anything in the landscape. One could scarcely imagine her as a woman who had devoted her life to traveling from one land to another, trying to persuade men and women to believe in universal peace. Yet she was sincerely grateful and appreciative of any attention of affection from the three American girls who were her companions. And after a short time, Barbara and Mildred were almost as completely under the spell of this grave woman's charm as Nona had grown to be. Moreover, the girls felt that she had not yet recovered from her illness because of the hardships following it. After a few weeks or months in the beloved farmhouse with the blue front door, perhaps she would become more cheerful for it was toward the chateau country of france that the three american girls were again traveling the little house where they had once lived for a winter had been captain castagna's wedding gift to eugenia since eugenia was away nursing in a hospital she had offered her home to her friends madame castagna had also insisted that they come to her at the chateau nevertheless the girls had chosen the farmhouse the countess was no longer young and still had no servants save old francois the work of entertaining four guests and one of them a stranger would have put too great a tax upon her moreover eugenia would undoubtedly come back for a while to be with her friends and would naturally stay with her mother-in-law the girls also hoped that captain castagna might be spared for a short leave of absence however in order that the countess amelie should not be wounded or feel that the girls no longer cared to be with her barbara had written to say that she would stay at the chateau whenever the countess wished her society certainly the trip from russia into france during war times was a difficult one the girls believed that they could not have made it except that now and then they stopped for a day or more to rest on these days barbara and nona used to spend at least a few hours in sightseeing no matter what their fatigue now and then mildred would go with them but never sonya occasionally nona would urge her saying that the exercise and change of atmosphere would be good for her but sonya used always to plead fatigue or a lack of interest 
finally she confessed frankly that she had seen most of these cities and countries before and in some of them was fairly well known therefore it might be safer and happier for all of them if she remained quietly in whatever hotel they happened to be staying yet sonya appeared almost as anxious as her three companions to reach france and the farmhouse with the blue front door this of course was because the three girls had talked of it so continuously and longed for meeting with eugenia again for somehow although the farmhouse was in a war-stained country its name suggested quiet and a brooding peace nevertheless several times after mentioning eugenia's name nona had observed sonya's face flush and the expression of her eyes become almost apologetic at first she was unable to understand this and then she remembered in the early days eugenia had not liked their friendship with the woman who was then calling herself lady dorian indeed in eugenia fashion she had frankly stated this fact to the older woman now how much less might she care for their intimacy with the exiled russian yet sonya was going as an uninvited guest to eugenia's home there had been no time to ask permission it was true barbara had written the entire story to eugenia as soon as sonya valesky was released from prison but one could not tell whether the letter would reach france as soon as the four travelers nona felt that she would have given a great deal to have assured sonya of eugenia's welcome but she was nervous over the situation herself of course eugenia would be kind to the exiled woman and offer her hospitality and care but eugenia had rigid views of life and was not given to concealing them it was more than possible that she might let sonya know of her disapproval moreover she might object to nona's own championship of sonya and to her purpose to return with her to the united states and there make their future home together of course no views of eugenia's would interfere with this intention of nona's but the younger girl would be sorry of eugenia's disapproval since she too had learned to have the greatest affection and admiration for the oldest of the four american red cross girls however there was nothing to do except to wait and meet the situation when the time came actually it was a month between the day of leaving petrograd and the day when the four travelers arrived in southern france in the neighborhood of the chateau d'amelie but this was because the girls and sonya had spent some little time in london before attempting to cross the channel london was a delightful experience for the three american red cross girls in some fashion the story of their varied service to the allied cause had reached the london newspapers for several days there were columns devoted to their praise later invitations poured in upon them from every direction mildred was most conspicuous since the story of her presentation by the czar with the cross of st george was copied from the russian newspapers into the english and must have ultimately reached the united states press but the girls were not thinking of themselves or their work they simply gave themselves up to the pleasure of meeting delightful english people and being entertained by them sonya would not go about with them but appeared stronger and more content so there was no point in worrying over her one of the english women who was again gracious to the three american girls was the countess of sussex at whose home they had spent a weekend on their first arrival in england several years before once more she invited them to her country home but this time it was impossible for the girls to accept her invitation however nona recalled her meeting in the old rose garden near the gardener's cottage with lieutenant robert hume she also thought of lieutenant hume's last letter telling her that he had been sent back to england as an exchanged prisoner because of his health 
but when nona inquired for the young english lieutenant the countess's expression checked further curiosity suddenly she appeared very unhappy and distressed robert is not in england she said hastily he has been sent away to try to recover but we do not dare hope too much at the moment nona did not feel that she had the courage to ask where the young man had gone nor from what he was trying to recover actually it was one afternoon in late february when the three red cross girls and sonya came at last to the village of le pretre near the forest of the same name there they found old francois awaiting them in a carriage that must have belonged to the second empire it was toward twilight and on a february afternoon yet after the cold of the northern countries where the girls had been for the past winter the atmosphere had the appeal of spring it was not warm yet there was a gentleness in the air and a suggestion of green on the bare branches of the trees francois drove them in state to the little farmhouse with the blue front door but this afternoon the door was standing open and on the threshold was madame the countess with both white hands extended in welcome she wore the same black dress and the same point of lace over her white hair and by her side stood monsieur le duc more solemn and splendid than ever and as gravely welcoming of his guests as the countess herself madame explained that eugenia had been unable to leave the hospital to be at home to greet her friends but hoped to see them in a few days in the meantime they were to feel more than welcome in the farmhouse and in the old chateau when they cared to come to her there then the countess said good-bye and allowed francois to take her home she knew that her guests were weary and her courtesy was too perfect to permit herself the privilege of a longer conversation no matter how much she might be yearning for companionship the little house itself was warm and light with welcome there was a fire in the living-room and the four beds upstairs smelled of lavender and roses the girls took their old rooms except that sonya was allotted the bedroom that had once been eugenia's End of chapter 17